This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Well, that's sort of true. This is sort of a government-run operation, I reckon, when you tell half the truth. Uh, we've, got, we've got Steve Ronaldo here, but no Jim Weber. Jim Weber is in New York, I think you said. Didn't yes. You? Uh, he's up in New York uh, with his daughter, I believe, so... We wish him well. If he's listening, uh, you're up awfully early. But we do have a guest on today, and uh, we're very proud to have uh, Phil Giltner here from the Northeast Classic Car Museum. You can go to their website. In fact, we're going to bring their website up very shortly and uh, put it on Ustream so folks can take a look at it. But we're glad to have Phil with us today, and uh, it's interesting. This is one of the times that... uh, Steve and Phil know each other, so I'm going to uh, let you gentlemen chat, and I'll take care of the mechanics, and you all take care of the talking. Take care of the talking. Anyway, good morning, Mr. Giltner. How are you? Good morning, Steve. Good to see. Good to hear you. I can't see you, but good to hear you this yeah. morning. Yeah. Well, actually, if you go on uh, our website and click on the little monitor there, you can see yep. him. I got you right now. I just did that. Yep. Okay. And uh, once We're ready to roll. Once the ad is over, just be sure the volume's off. That's all I ask. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you can see them, and then we I might as well announce we will be doing this uh, more and more. We're setting up our my IT guys coming in, and we're going to be doing a lot more video from different locations throughout the country and be able to switch back and forth between our host and their guests no matter where they are. So Really? Um, It'll, it'll I mean, be if quite somebody's home, they can. It has the camera and their computer. They can, you can yep, make it. Yep. Yeah. Do. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna do that, and uh, a lot of exciting things that um, we're gonna be presenting. Uh, you might notice we've got a few more computers in and monitors in than, than we used to have, and it's uh, it's gonna be fun and uh, should be quite rewarding. So, Phil, thank you very much for taking your morning to uh, come and be with us. Yep. Well, Phil, uh, first of all, um, you know, in all these years we've been going on tours. We're, we're both members of Buzzard's Breath Touring Region, and that's a, a story for another time, and uh, of Antique Automobile Club. And, and the primary purpose of that is to attend a lot of tours. So we've been on quite a few national AACA tours together. Um, and I don't know, you know, I need to know more about your museum, its location, and and uh, what do you, if you have a specialty or uh, that kind of stuff. Let's just start with the basics. Okay. We are located in Norwich, New York, which is upstate. Uh, people are familiar with geography. We are almost dead center in the center of New York State. Uh, we're an hour south of Syracuse, New York, an hour south of Utica, and half an hour north of Binghamton, dead center in the state, uh, state very rural area. Uh, we started our museum, uh, give you a little background to start with. In 1995, a collector, restorer, a gentleman by the name of George Staley, came to us as a community and said, and uh, he lived about 12 miles from our city, 
we never, I, at least I was, and most of our committee was, was not even familiar with him. He had probably 125 cars he had owned or restored and so forth. He has a restoration shop going. This was all a hobby for him. That was not his primary business. He came to us as a community and he said, you know, if you would uh, build a museum or, or furniture, get a building ready for the museum, I will give you cars or furniture cars for you to open up. So we looked around uh, several buildings. Our area, we had some, uh, I don't want to say abandoned buildings, but some industries and so forth that left. We found a very nice uh, one-story modern building uh, of about 35 or 45, maybe 30,000 square feet. And we opened in 1997 with 40 cars. Uh, since then, we have grown. There were two adjacent buildings which became available. We connected them. We now have uh, 95,000 square feet of uh, display space with 182 or three cars at the present time. So all on one floor is modern, clean, air-conditioned open year round. So we're pretty proud of what we have here. That's good in, a, in that short of a time. Do you, do you guys specialize in, in any particular era or very eclectic anything? Well, we have everything from our oldest vehicle is an 1899 Leggett, which I'm sure is a name not very well known. was a car that made maybe less than a dozen in Syracuse. A Leggett? Like, pardon me? A Leggett? Leggett. L-E-G-G-E-T-T. Really? I it was the gentleman's name that made it. I never heard of I never heard of that name. I've never even yeah. heard of that one. Yeah. And then we have uh, we have several different areas. We have post-war displays. Or we do have the newest car we have in there now is a DeLorean, which is about 80 or 81, I believe. But we have several sections uh, to the museum. We have... Uh, like I say, the pre-war section, which uh, we have all our all, we have Auburns, Cords, Duesenberg, uh, many, many um, short-lived uh, automobile marks names. Um, you know, we have names like Holmes, we have a DeVoe, we have a, a Black, we have a uh, RCH, uh, uh, Bradley, a... Um, I'll try to think of other unusual names. Yeah, some of these yeah. I've never, in all the years I've been involved with this, I've never heard of some of these cars at all uh, or seen any. Uh, Cameron. Uh, I'm to, we have a Firestone, which is uh, nothing to do with a Firestone Tire Company. There was a company in, I believe, Dayton, Ohio, made Firestone vehicles for about four years. We have Chalmers. We have... Uh, um, RCH, which is a spinoff of Hupmobile, like Rio, which yeah. is a spinoff of both of uh, Oldsmobile, Stanley Steamer, of uh, course, the more well-known names, Cadillac Packards, uh, Lincolns. We have a nice Lincoln display, beautiful Cadillac display. From oh, what do you know about Lincolns? <laughs> Lincoln in itself. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a... I'm a well, I'm a Ford and Lincoln collector myself. I'm pretty familiar with those. But in our Cadillac display, we have everything from the one-cylinder 06 up to the V16 1930. We have, um, I think, 12 Packards. Uh, we have uh, 
Auburn Boattail Speedster, Auburn Convertible Sedan, the Korg, the Duesenberg, uh, and so forth, in our pre-war section. Then we do have, and we're very proud of, the largest collection of Franklin automobiles in the world. In one place, we have 36, I believe, now Franklins every year but one. We have serial number three Franklin made in 1903. Serial number one happens to be in the Smithsonian. Number two is the lost item. And we also have the last Franklin made in 1934 sedan. Franklins um, are interesting cars. Yeah. Franklins were kind of caught. Mr. Staley, who we like to say was our founder and benefactor, was in the aircraft industry. And he was, uh, Franklin automobiles are made in Syracuse. Uh, the people who don't know, they are air-cooled cars. They started as a small little Surrey-type buggy, and then they got into some very large, we had V-12 air-cooled engine, air-cooled Franklins. So we had a nice time, because we're very close to Syracuse, and there's a very strong Franklin Club nationwide. Uh, so we, we have one whole area dedicated to the Franklins. Like I say, we have, I think it's 36 now. Gee, and that's then we a have lot, a yeah. post-war uh, section, which are cars from 46 through uh, into the 70s now, which is very popular. You know, uh, Corvettes, DeSoto, uh, Lincolns, uh, 57 Chevy, everybody has to have Corvettes, <laughs> uh, Thunderbirds, and so forth. And then another section is uh, we have a rotating section, which we change completely every year. This year we have a, uh, the section there is called Cartoons, T-U-N-E-S, like uh, music. Uh-huh. All cars named in songs, you know, 409 Chevy and Daddy Took My T-Bird Away, uh, Little Red Corvettes, uh, Yellow Taxi. That's a display that we change 100% of the year. So, And then the smallest display we have is in another building. It's car, Cars Made in New York State. And there's some really great vehicles in there. Uh, Mora, uh, Franklin, Pierce Arrow, uh, Holmes, uh, Chevrolet, we haven't had it because there was a Chevrolet plant in Terrytown. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, so we have, you know, as far as cars go, I think we have pretty well covered. Yeah, you got all, all kinds of, of, of stuff. But I like the idea of, uh, we had another guy we talked to one time a couple weeks ago that had had a, a, a emphasis on cars made in New York State, and, and I, I, I think a lot of people don't realize how many car companies there were in in the United States, and and you know even in Atlanta there were there are five or six car companies here in this area. That uh, we, we we have a map on the wall in our hobby of cars made in New York State, and I can't tell you the number, but I know that it's well over 100. But see, a good many of these were assembled, what you call assembled cars, and maybe they had just a two or three year lifespan, but they would buy an engine from one company, Continental, or like Lycoming, or... and they would buy a frame from one place, make a body, and they were a car company. So, I mean, they were, uh, we have one car in there called Owego. There's a town, a city near us called Owego. They make some, this is a cycle car, a two-cylinder cycle car, and they hyphenated the, the name of the town to Owego, made for three years only. So there are a lot of those small car companies that, uh, you know, they certainly were made in New York State, and 
interesting history. People will come in, look at that map, say, "Oh, I didn't know we had cars made in our time." Do Do you guys do your own own restoration of your stuff? We do not. No, we have no restor no no restoration facility. Out of the cars, like I say, we have 180 cars. We own probably 90, maybe I think it's close to 100 now we own. And then the other 80 or whatever is left, we have on loan. And we have, like I say, part of a rotating display. Like next year we're putting in a muscle car display. So we're, you know, we're talking to muscle car owners and maybe 35 of the cars in that section will be on loan for a one-year period. But uh, we do no restoration. You do no, no, no. Yeah, well, you know, so you, you're just, you. That, that's a kind of a good way to do it because re- costs of restorations and stuff would just put a huge oh, yeah. hole in your budget. Well, and, and also, you know, you're going to get into liabilities and OSHAs and EPA issues and so forth. Uh, we, we are not set up for that at all. But uh, our facility, like I say, is all... Redone, brand new, uh, heated air conditioned sprinkler. We're open year round. Uh, we have, uh, it's all completely handicap accessible. We have electric scooters for, uh, you know, people who have trouble, you know, um, moving physically and so forth. Uh, uh Phil. Uh, this is David. We're going to have to take a quick break. Uh, we do do it three times during the interview, about quarter after the hour. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I have your website up on uh, Ustream right now. Uh, yep, you, I got it in front of me. You got it in front of you. So I thought uh, when we come back, you might just want to tell us some of the things, highlight uh, something that you want us to go to or, or something uh Uh, particularly interesting or or that you want to show that's on your website. So we'll take this break, and we'll be back with Phil Giltner from the Northeast Classic Car Museum right after this. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. This is Dr. George. Join me Wednesday mornings at 9 o'clock for Medicine on Call. On Medicine on Call, we talk about more than medicine. It's about how to take control of your mind, body, and spirit. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show. Steve Ronaldo is in the studio, and it's going to be really cool. Very shortly, uh, Phil, we're going to be able to uh, not only show you uh, Steve talking to you, but you talking to us, have your uh, website on, and just all sorts of interesting things here at uh, America's Web Radio. Uh, We're expanding it. going to be a 
Can a little you, bit more than that. Can so, you get AM radio? And we'll get AM radio. We'll, we'll <laughs> have the girls dancing on the table and just all sorts of neat that's stuff. That's where I stop, AM that's radio. AM. Anyway, uh, Phil, is there something on the website that you would like us to bring up or our show particularly? Well, uh, I guess our museum is a, uh, I would say, community-run nonprofit museum, and we have fundraisers. I'm looking at the, what you have up on your site now. We have a raffle every year for a new, um, a new uh, Mustang, restored Mustang convertible. It's our annual annual Mustang raffle. Actually, it's our largest um, money raiser for the museum. We operate with four employees, and uh, I think we have 85 to 90 volunteers at all times. So it's uh, not not done for profit. It's done for the good of the community. Uh, and we have, like, a Going back to our volunteer, we have volunteer cashier in the front. The museum is always uh, has a docent guide uh, taking anybody, any guests coming through and so forth. So, but we have certainly, you know, pretty hefty overhead with uh, utilities and so forth and maintenance of our property and so forth. So we do have to raise money. So our, our like I say, our, our largest fundraiser is a Mustang raffle car which you appear online. Now. Okay. How, how, would a, how would somebody that's kind enough to be interviewing you today win that Mustang? Is there any can we uh, do a little well, negotiation or something like that? Yeah, I'll see you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you must uh, have a powerful Learjet if you're going to see me after the show. Right. <laughs> uh, you can go online to our website which is uh, classiccarmuseum.org uh, you can uh, purchased uh, raffle tickets for the car online. We, you know, we have PayPal and all of, you know electronic methods. What kind of Mustang is it? I can't see. Uh, so. Sixty-seven, uh, two eighty-nine. Sixty-seven, sixty-seven convertible. It's, it's a pretty nice car. It's an AAC A winner from Hershey. Uh, and a little bit unusual. It's a factory air conditioned car through the dash and so forth, which is unusual for a Mustang convertible. Very, very nice car. We we take it to venues in the area, drives, we've driven it. You know, it's a first-class car. Tickets are $5 each, 5 for $25, or 35 for 100 Our drawing is September 26th, I believe, so you have a month to get in. I was, yeah. I was going to ask you, do you have a spot at Hershey for a lot of our our guys go to Hershey. I didn't know if you had a spot at Hershey where you you could do your raffle. Well, time-wise, it's a, it's a little problem because our drawing is always in uh, September, and we don't start our uh, the new raffle until January. <laughs> Hershey always fits in their uh, dead area of, of raffles if it sells. Do you have a booth at Hershey? No, not as a museum. We do not. I personally have one, and I'm always promoting our museum when I'm there. I have signs, you know, passing out and so forth. But where where, are, where raffle, are you? Where are time goes, we're in between it at the Hershey. Where are you at, at Hershey? So if anybody wants to come I'm by and say Greenfield hello. Greenfield GBC 30. I think it's 3235 with five spaces. Right in the Greenfield. GBC 30-35. Yeah, for those, I mean, the guys that go to Hershey know that, that just kind of quickly that the fields have different color names, and then there's rows and space numbers, and and uh, so if you are going to go to Hershey, uh, stop by and see see these guys. Yep, we're there. And we the Hershey is a social event of year for a car bus, in my mind. But anyway, you know, people come and we you know we have a place to sit and so forth and talk about cars, which is all what Hershey's about. 
Absolutely. Uh, I can say, you know, other fundraisers, whatever. We have one other fundraiser. It, it's a, well, it would have to be for local. It's a, what we call a casino night in October. <laughs> we have dinner and we have play money and we have, you know, uh, like a small casino set up. And as you win the play money, we auction off prizes at the end of the evening. That's a large fundraiser. We have, you know, the usual television sets and the items donated by, donated by local merchants. So those are our two fundraisers. And then, like I say, we have memberships. Uh, and then, you know, we have, a, you know, we have an endowment we work with and so forth. So the museum is self-sufficient, non-profit, and... Uh, I think it's the greatest museum in Northeast United States. I mean, just by size. Yeah, it sounds like it's 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 quite quite the operation. Uh, when, as you know, when when I was, uh, I don't know what all that noise is, but um, on my on the board, I was I was the youth guy, and one of my interests has always been getting the kids involved. Do you do any special stuff? To try to get the the bring the kids into the hobby. Yeah, uh, definitely. We have. Well, first off, we are a five hundred one c nonprofit uh, institution licensed by the New York State Department of Education. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. So, and we do bring in. We have I don't know how many groups a year. Oh, it's hard to estimate. I'd say maybe between ten and probably between twenty and thirty <coughs> school groups that. Actually, we are set up to financially support any transportation, and there's no admission to students. And we get, during the school year, I would say once, probably once every other week, we have uh, a group of anywhere from 8 to 20 students coming through. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you know, and we're going through the, you know, the antique car hobby with them. Uh, that really is uh, a very, very big part of our, of our, our program, our project is, is education through, uh, through schools. We have technical schools and uh, uh, one college near us that has an auto restoration program. Oh, they do? Who's yeah. that? Pardon me? Who is that? What college is that? Morrisville College. And they do have an auto they, restoration program? They do, yeah. Morrisville is probably 20 miles from us and they, uh, well, I, I guess they, I can't say auto restoration. They do some restoring. It's also mechanical. You know, it's a complete auto, auto fitness auto restoration department program. <laughs> Somehow, uh, I need to get a hold of these guys, and maybe we can get you to sponsor them as a student region of AACA. Mm-hmm. Now, the the other. Uh, Restoration program we deal with. Are you familiar with the Penn Technical College? Oh yes, Mr. Mowry. Yes, yeah. Uh, in fact, they have one of our cars that are now they're restoring for us. It's a 1910 Chalmers. Oh really? They've been, they've been in the museum. They've had it on there two years. First year they do the mechanical restoration. Second year the um, body work and so forth. That car will be back to us, I guess, this summer sometime or next summer. Yeah, we were involved with them and the great race. They were going to do the great race this year, but all that stuff fell through for them. They didn't. They just had a lot of bad luck with their great race car that they were going to do, and and uh, they they do have a, a quite a program down there. You've been to the facility, I assume. Yeah, yeah. We we did a tour up there. They did a something. Yeah, right. That's why I was there. Right. Yeah, yeah. They they. And, and it was pretty pretty nice area, and they really have. 
three or four people in that restoration program have a lot of interest, and I think it's, it's working out. They, they have a region of some sort, don't they? They have a student region. Right. Yeah. They do have it. They have one of the first student regions. When I was on the board, we 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 really pushed and got that going. And uh, now that Mr. Mowry is on the national board, they uh, they yeah. they're they're doing okay. These yeah. kids are doing okay. Like I say, they they've been up. They're about a, oh maybe two and a half hour drive now. So they're up there twice a year. You know, different personnel and so forth, and uh, they picked up the car that they were starting. Well, on. this week they're a little busy down in in Williamsport. Yeah. With the World they, Series. They've done two or three cars, I think, for AAC at the museum, too. Yes, I they think. have. Yes, they have. Yeah. Yes, they have. Uh, so, what other kind of special activities do do you guys do? You know, something well, that's... Well, we, we do fairly, I mean, quite often. We have a lot of nice tours, tours that come to us. I mean, like I said, we have this Henry Joy Packer tour coming. We've had last year, we had a classic car, two years ago, classic car called America. Uh, getting back to the Franklin automobile, the Franklin uh, Club has what they call the Franklin Trek for one week in Casanova in New York every August. And that maybe involves up to 125 cars and 300 people. And, they, you know, they're, they're, we are an annual stop for them. And then, you know, through the, the touring, the antique car season, we probably... I'd say a minimum of once a week we have one group or another that comes to us, you know, like I said, Mustang clubs. We just had a uh, large Porsche club come in and so forth. So uh, we cater to groups. We also have a very nice large uh, event room, which we can uh, cater and take care of uh, groups and so forth, up to 300 people. Okay, this this with- this brings up the question, Phil, that we have to ask, and it's, it's something that's been going on with the museums ever since we started interviewing museums. How many weddings have you had? I would say half a dozen. In way, we just in fact we just booked one this week for next year. I'd say we average two or three a year. So I, we've had more than half a dozen, probably a dozen. Uh, that's, that's become an interesting little thing. And class reunions, our local schools, we have a lot of class reunions, uh, weddings, uh, retirement parties. Uh, the local bank here, which is large bank, MBT Bank, has remodeled and, and redone our um, event room for us. You know, it's a very nice room. We have you know, all new furniture and so forth. We do not do the food ourselves, but we have a list of selected caterers from uh, sandwiches to gourmet meals or whatever the group would want. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, to satisfy fun. Steve, you'd have to have a pizza vendor. Pizza. Right. We have a, yeah, we, we, we have a local pizza parlor that we work with also. All right. Here's the here's a question for you now. When, when is the when is your museum going to host the uh, uh, Buzzard's Breath annual tour? Well, I tell you, I have thought this over many times. In fact, even on a, a sketch pad had a tour planned. It would be a nice place for a tour because uh, we're very close to Cooperstown. We're oh, yeah. 35. 35 minutes of Cooper's. Cooperstown is a great tour area with a baseball hall of fame and there's a farmer's museum and great tourist area. Uh, certainly in Norwich with a museum and we have two state parks nearby would be uh, a second day stop. I thought about it quite a bit and uh, it may very well come to be. Great, because we need one three years from now. Okay. I'll yeah, sign you up. Years. I'll sign you up. What year is that? Three, uh, let's see, it'll be eight, what is it, next 15, six, 17. 
seventeen. You know, we will talk about that. We'll be talking. Maybe we'll talk about that in May this next month. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That sounds great. That sound. That sounds great. Well, anyway. What, is it, we got, we got time, or is it time for a break, David? I about a minute. I can't. I can't see the clock anymore. About a minute away. Yeah. Okay. When we come back, what I want to do is 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 uh, sort of take somebody from walking in the front door. Yep. And 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 a quick walk around. Uh, what what happens when you get there and you're a visitor? What, how does it work? Okay. I'll be waiting. All right. All righty. We'll take this break. We'll be back with Phil Giltner from the Northeast Classic Car Museum right after this. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to the Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? For information, please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo, our classic host. And, uh, classic host. Yeah, our old host. Old, old host. Mature, old. mature. Yes. You're just mature. Elderly. And uh, we have also got Phil Giltner on the line with us from the Northeast Classic Car Museum in Norwich, New York. And we're delighted to have him on and appreciate him uh, taking his morning to be with us. Uh, so how many days a week are you there, Phil? Uh I am there. She's like every day. Uh, I have just finished my two-year term as president. I've been on the board and the board of trustees since founding. We rotate the president's position every two years, and I just got got my duty, my uh, I guess duty two years put in. But I, I am there every day. Uh, we operate. I think I might have mentioned it earlier. We have a staff of four: uh, a director and uh, three office staff. And the rest of the museum is run by 85 just wonderful volunteers. I can't say enough for them. You know, they they are docents, guides. We have two or three people who do building maintenance and so forth. We have two or three uh, 
mechanics or retired mechanics are all going to take care of any vehicle problems. Um, and then, depending on, you know, on the weekends, we may have two guys do two doses. They are certainly in groups coming, you know. So the 85 people run the museum without pay, and four people keep the uh, inner workings uh, Sounds like quite a quite an extensive operation. Yeah, we, you know, uh, probably obviously our main uh, heaviest uh, expense is as a utility, utilities because you know it's a large, like I say, ninety plus thousand square foot building that's all heated and air conditioned, so forth. And then the buildings are very good. They're, they're well, one of the, one of the buildings in the rear is a. Inverter Foundry is a beautiful building with natural skylights, and the other four buildings are one-story metal, you know, uh, 1950s construction building, style, style building. So, but anyway, there, there's the maintenance. You know, we've updated to, uh, you know, the green uh, lighting, I guess you know, the LED lighting and so forth. We have cut our utilities and so forth as much as we can. But we, we are opening and either air, air conditioned uh, 365 days a year. So that's a major expense. Really? Uh, yeah. That, uh, what are the hours then? We are open every day with exception of Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year from 9 until 5. Uh, ample parking in front. Uh, we have parking lots in the rear. Uh, the other thing which we just acquired just to our south side of our building, we've acquired two acres of uh, Nice big green grassy flatland. We just uh, got maybe in the last well last fall, and we're trying to get that smoothed up so we can run some few outdoor uh, activities. You know, some small uh, car shows or cruise ins or outdoor picnic time makes and so forth. So that's really exciting about that. Yeah, that would really that fit perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and then we have you know we have, like I say we're parking across the street. We have. The, the facility, the property, the layout now is, is ideal for parking, for outdoor activities, and like as it puts our large indoor well, buildings. Okay. How, how would somebody get there? I mean, I honestly, in all these years, uh, if I would not have met you, I wouldn't have known much about this place. How would somebody get there? And Well, uh, that is one of our, our uh, I say problems. We are not on an interstate highway. Uh, if you're familiar with New York State, Syracuse is in the center, Binghamton's on the south Pennsylvania border. We're kind of right in the middle. We're on Route 12 and Route 23 in the New York State routes. You know, they're good highways, but they're not interstates. But it's pretty dry to our part of the country, very rural, very uh, hilly, pretty country. So you take a drive on Route 12 or Route 23 and you find Norwich. We're located in the city on Route 23. You pull up to our front door, and we will greet you. We come in. We have a nice lobby. We have, uh, I haven't mentioned before, uh, we have quite a nice gift shop, of which we have, you know, uh, clothing with our IDs and so forth, and, and uh, you know, typical car shirts and so forth. And we have a fair amount of donated uh, collector car items from, uh, you know, somebody had just recently donated, I think, 1,200 antique license plates, which we have for sale. And then we have... All kinds of odds ends, car parts, classic car parts, which people will give to us to sell. So you could spend uh, half an hour just in the gift shop going through books, magazines. So, you, so it's, a, it's a mini flea market, huh? Right. Mini and flea market. And then from from there, 
you and me are friendly cashier for a very, very low price of $10. Uh, you can spend a day with us or an hour or whatever and through the museum. Like I say, and it's a guided, we, we have a guide, we have guided tours, or, you know, as, and I've done a lot of guiding. Uh, probably half the people like the guide and half the people don't. I mean, all the cars are identified with signs with their history and information and so forth that you can wander through and read uh, we call them labels for each car telling what the car is and you know specifications and any interesting things about that particular car or you can stay with a guide so uh, interestingly as people come depending on how much you're into cars and so forth uh, it takes a minimum of two hours to tour the museum just at a, you know, a walking pace and we have many people to spend the day in fact if you come one day we have people come in maybe at noon and they'll come back the next morning and they can, you can always come back a second day if you haven't seen everything you want at no charge so uh, depending on how much of a what's the word a car geek you are or a gearhead or whatever you can spend you can spend you can spend eight hours in there really and not really Every last detail. Do, do you have the uh, sort of similar cars grouped together? Like the the I know you said you had the New York State cars. Are they sort of all yeah. in one place? And then yeah, they're in one area. Then we have a, a Franklin section. And we have our rotating display of the musical musically named cars, your song cars, and then the pre-war cars, the brass cars. Oh, so they're all, they're all together. Yeah, yeah. to mention. The local historical uh, museum society, which is right across the street from us, has period uh, mannequins of men and, well, mostly women clothing. It's pretty interesting. You know, we will have, uh, for example, you know, the, the song Itsy Bitsy Teeny with Yellow Polka Dot Bikini in yeah. our musical area. So they have, uh, uh, it seems to draw a lot of attention, a nice mannequin with a itchy bitchy yellow polka dot bikini here. <laughs> and then in the brass here, we have some uh, uh, couples, like wedding couples dressed up in 1910 wedding costumes. And then in the post-war room, we have the 50s clothing. And if uh, uh, women come along with their husbands or, or sponsors or mates or whatever, the women enjoy uh, a lot of the museum just for the period of clothing we have scattered on mannequins. Yeah, yeah. Brenda's really into the brass era clothing when we go on the brass tours. Yeah, she, she's yep. really yep. into that stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned you. Uh, you probably know Steve Pam Hill. Yeah, Stephen Pam, sure. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, they have a Mora car, which I don't know if you Yes, I've seen, I, I've seen the Mora, yeah. Yeah. We have that in the museum right next to that. We have, you know, a couple dressed in the duster and the very period clothing there and so forth. So we have um, clothing, costume, or not costume, clothing, you know, on mannequins relative to each car's in the display areas. That's very interesting, I think. How, how close are you to Watkins Glen and some of the other things that people might be familiar We are... An hour from Watkins Glen. We're an hour from Syracuse. We're 40 minutes from Cooperstown. We're 30 minutes from Dickinson. So we're in, in that area, you know, as we. As so you aren't on the Finger Lakes? We are east of the Finger Lakes by 30 minutes. So, yeah, okay. That, that sort of puts it and gives me some better idea that uh, where, where you are. Everybody knows Cooperstown. Right. 
for the soccer. Uh, you with where Cortland is? Yes, there's a State University of New York at Cortland right. there. Yeah, home of Blackway Trucks. Yep. Uh, but we're, we're 30 miles east of Cortland. So that gives up and gives me a better a, a better location as to to where you are because like I said everybody knows Cooperstown. Were well, you at the AACA meet in Binghamton maybe five years ago? I can't remember. Probably. Okay. At the State University of Binghamton. In fact, they they send but I think two or three buses up there. Museum where that close. We're we're thirty miles, thirty five miles from Binghamton from the State University of Binghamton. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that because that's I would have been on the board then, and I'm sure you know, growing up in Jamestown, I would have right. probably made it a, a, a double, double, double deal. Anyway, let's. Uh, is it time, David, or what time? I can't. Tell. Uh, no, we 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 we're good. We have about uh, four minutes to go, Phil. Uh, back to getting cars. Do you all? Would you say most of your cars you all own, or do you have some that are on loan? And also, well, are you looking, uh, going out looking for additional uh, cars? Yeah, we we out of 180 cars, we own almost I think it's 95 or 100 that we own, and then well, the other half or roughly are on loan. Some are long term loan, and like I say, we do have certain display areas at post war. Uh, collection, we rotate half of the cars in and out. They seem to be a little easier to find. You know, I'm talking about 55 Chevys and that type of thing. Then uh, we have those from one to two years, and then we have our other display area that we rotate 35 cars completely. Uh, and those, uh, those are all on loan. So uh, we have some cars on loan. We have some cars on loan that have been there from the day we opened in 1997. <laughs> you know, for families and so forth that don't use them. And then the other people, uh, you know, we make fully arrangements as the length of loan before they come, uh, you know, before they loan us a car. Do you all, so, uh, is it strictly cars? Uh, a lot of museums will have cars and motorcycles or cars and other things along with it. Uh, but are you all 100% cars? Well, uh, yes and no. In fact, the, the display we're setting up on a rotating display for next year they're calling M&M. It's going to be muscle and motorcycles. So we will have another. We've had motorcycle displays once or twice before. <laughs> Excuse me. And we're going to have um, motorcycles again next year. So uh, we had one year we had a display of tractors, uh, antique tractors. We had maybe 30 antique tractors in our rotating display area. Um, getting back to your question, we're primarily cars, and we do have, like I said, we've had a tractor display. We're going to put another motorcycle display in next year, maybe 30 or 35 motorcycles. But, so we're 92%, 97% cars, yes. Are you looking for any particular vehicle for to, for you to add to your collection? Well, we're, like I said, for our next uh, display, which will open next May, it's a 12-month display, we are looking for muscle cars. We have, you know, three good lines and quite a few um, in the next two or three months, in the fall of the year, we try to get everything lined up for our new display, which comes in the following May. We're always looking for nice <coughs> post-war cars, and like I say, we'll be looking for muscle cars. Uh, through the hobby, through the AECA, and I've been doing this for 15 years, I've made a lot of contacts, and so many times you talk to one person and say, oh, my friend's got this car or whatever, and people, sure. you know, uh, Certainly, we have to deal with multiple car owners. If a guy has one car, 
he you know owns his restored and owns the shows. So you're not going to get that. But there are a good many people with you know half a dozen or a dozen cars, which is quite surprising. I mean, you should know, being around the hobby, there are a lot of collections and a lot of nice. Oh cars. yeah, and big collections. All right, and, Dave, uh, David. You just, have, you just have to find out who they are. We're going to uh, take a break. We'll come back with Phil and Steve right after this. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. This is americaswebradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Well, I guess we're back. Anyway, I want to mention one thing for about J.C. Taylor. I just got my renewal notice, and they're also, I, I don't know if... if they're adding towing and a bunch of stuff to your J.C. Taylor policy. So uh, uh, if you're, you're still kicking around the idea of going to an antique car insurance, check out. That, that's a brand new thing they're doing. It's, it's pretty cool. The, uh, the the emergency towing and all that stuff they're adding to you for your antique car through cross country. A I new, just new thing this year. I wonder if uh, they're getting a special group of people to tow that know how to uh, lock down a classic car that would... Yeah, Bubba's Towing Service. Bubba's Towing Service. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bubba knows. <laughs> Bubba knows. Phil, um, back to your, your stuff. Just out of curiosity, do you, what kind of, uh, of other cars... I've seen that big black Lincoln that you drive. What other kind of cars do you personally have? Oh, I have a 37 Packer, which I'm going to take on the um, New England tour. And what else do I have? I've got a Model A Coupe, I guess. Uh, I've got a 31AA Ford fire truck. Uh, fire truck? Yeah. I, I want a new Thunderbirds. Uh, I have a 58 Edsel. Oh, All I ever see in is that big black convertible. Because it's I, comfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've had that car, I would say, pushing 20 years. I don't know. I bought it in the 90s anyway. And I toured with that. I think I've driven that car 40,000 miles. I wouldn't I be surprised because that's been on a lot of tours. Yeah, I know, and you have a Model A. Is there anybody who's a member of AACA that doesn't have a Model A? I, is, that part of the, is that part of the requirement? I know. In fact, tomorrow... <laughs> I mentioned earlier, uh, there's a Model A, I guess, small convention. There are seven Model A clubs we're meeting in Casanova tomorrow. In fact, I'm going to be a speaker there. 
about the museum, but, uh, you know, in Norwood, you know, in, at, we're a small little county, 10,000 people. I could name six people with a Model E within 12 blocks of me. Everybody has a Model E, it seems like. Yeah, you can't beat it. It's the best old yeah. car that best old car yeah. that there is. Wait, you have a Vicky, do you? No, just a two-door, a blue two-door, yeah. Washington blue two-door. That we've had for a, for a long time. Anyway, I'm sort of I'm kind of interesting with the donation stuff. If somebody were to to um, donate a car to you, like they do sometimes to the AACA museum, because I know some people that are looking for spots because of your status, can you? Can they get the tax exempt status yeah, from you? Absolutely. We, we probably, we, we don't get a lot. We, we might get uh, three or four or five cars a year, and not all classics. I mean, we had just had a gorgeous Mercury Grand Marquis, an elderly gentleman gave to us. I thought it was the nicest car from 1999. Then we cleaned up, and we drove it as a museum car for a few months, and then we sold it. We had, <coughs> we had a Renault Alliance, yuppie, yuppie, <laughs> uh, given to us. We just sell that. So when people give us cars, uh, it, it's an unrestricted gift, depending on what they are. Now, we have maybe a dozen cars in the museum, classic show cars that were donated to us that we keep and display. But we also take more modern cars. And sometimes it's a tax advantage to the you know, to the donor, and uh, it helps with our, our uh, overhead, our income. So we, we're always... Well, I don't want to say soliciting, but we're always mentioning that we we like we will take donations. Of yeah, because I I know some people that are 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 considering donating some classic cars. They're 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 getting older. Their collection is too big, yeah. and uh, you know, of course, everybody immediately comes AACA comes to mind, or yeah. or one of yeah. the other big big. Well-known museums, Blackhawk, or one of those guys, right. and I, we had a, I just assumed we had a stuff. gentleman give us a 1910 Hupmobile and a 1913 Chase. Uh, actually, last year, last fall, and they're on display. Both, you know, nice show vehicles. The, so those are yours. Those are your cars. Yeah, they are donated to us. Okay. And then, uh, but I mean, donations. We we also take modern, like I said, we take modern cars, which we tell people we will sell. <laughs> and uh, well, we take classic cars for display. We take modern cars for sale for income. Well, when you come next uh, next couple of weeks up to to New England, bring me some brochures and some information, and I'll pass yep. it on to these guys. Oh, sure will, sure will. And and because uh, as as we uh, as you well know, the graying of the hobby, this is going to become more and more of a common issue that we're going to have yep. to deal with. Right. Uh, uh, with this stuff. We, I can say, I'm, I'm just thinking right now. Of course, now, George Staley, who founded us, <coughs> passed away a few years ago, and this was in the program, and he, he gave us 70 cars, so that's why we came along with a lot of our ownership. And we probably have 20-plus cars on display that were donated to us by people who just decided, you know, to downsize or eliminate their collection. So that's oh, uh, cool. That's there, cool. There two have either, yeah, either, either avenue of donation, whether it's for resale of a more modern vehicle or a classic car for display, gets you know certainly full tax deductions on the donor's part. 
Yeah, because like I said, I, I you know, I, 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 I get this question every now and then from people. You know, we have this blank blank and we don't use it anymore and we're fig- trying to figure out what to do with it and I don't want to go through the hassle of selling it and stuff. Yep. So this is becoming more and more common. The Mustang that you're going to, to uh, raffle off, was that a donation car? No, with that we purchase every year. We, uh, we had, I don't know if I mentioned, we started our Mustang raffle. Somebody gave us a Mustang 15 years ago with the intention of raffling it, and we've continued on. But since then, we purchased our, our raffle car. And, and again, where can somebody find out, get the, uh, the uh, uh, information on, on, on the, getting the tickets and stuff? Well, if you go to our website, we have a, uh, I guess you link, or not necessarily a link, it's part of our website. To purchase tickets, uh, we, you can purchase them online, we will mail you your stubs, uh, like you can buy from one to as many as you want. There's no limit on how many tickets you're allowed to buy. Well, are you going to bring some up to, uh, New England? I will bring some to New England, I'm taking some to my Model A. Uh, meet tomorrow. Uh, well, I promise I you, I'll get. I'll take some. Okay. And 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 I'll help you sell some up there. Yep. Us buzzards have to stick together, you know. You got it. <laughs> so anyway, I know we're getting kind of short on time. Let, again, let's go uh, uh, before before you 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 do leave us. Uh, I'll, I'll, again. Contact information, hours, location, all of that kind of stuff, phone numbers, all of that, so we can get that out there again. The easiest way is to go to the web. Our website is classiccarmuseum.org. If you Google it, just put in Northeast Classic Car Museum or Car Museum Norwich, New York. Web page will give you information on hours. I can tell you again now because they're open. 362 days a year, 9 to 5. We have parking. We're handicapped accessible. You can spend, as I mentioned before, you can spend from two hours to two days. And how many snow days do you take? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, in the wintertime, surprisingly, you know, when the weather's kind of poor, we get quite busy because if people don't want to stand out in the ice and snow, I guess, and it can be always warm. Actually, it's the same in the summertime. We can cool off if we have a heat wave. Um, and we have, like I say, we have a nice gift shop. We have uh, certainly in the area several nice restaurants. You know, if you want to go out for lunch, you know, and come back. A lot of people come in the morning and go out for lunch, come back in the afternoon. Uh, motels are adequate. Uh, we're an hour from major highways. We're an hour from uh, Interstate, we're not even there, half an hour from Interstate 81. Syracuse 92 way, 88 uh, interstate route. We're within an hour or less from any interstate highway. And all good highways to get us. We're not really tucked in the woods that much, but we're, we're in, a, in a very rural, pleasant area. Uh, Sounds cool. Our county, Shenango County, I always laugh. We have more cows in our county than we have people, and that's a fact. <laughs> By the way, uh, Phil, I want to ask a favor of you, and that is to... Uh, pass on to Marty. Uh, we appreciate her cooperating. Uh, I believe she's your all's marketing director yep. and uh, yep, um, she was very nice in putting all this together and getting you to uh, did you have to twist your arm very hard to get you to do this? 
not really. I could, I could live. I, I since I've been with this museum from day one, I, uh, I can live and talk about it all day. Every place I go, I have brochures in my car, in my back pocket, and uh, I do some car appraisals. And every time I do an appraisal, people get left a little pamphlet and information about our museum. Uh, I'm, I'm retired, I guess, three years now, four years, and uh, museum is really a big part okay. of my life. One question to put you on the spot. Of all the cars in the museum, which one is your favorite? You know, I make this comment every time I come out. Every time I go through, I have a new favorite when I do. No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. No, you sound like a congressman. I, I tell you, we do have a 1932 Franklin Victoria-style body V12 air cool in a pretty deep red. And that, that obviously... That is my favorite most often. <laughs> most <laughs> often. <laughs> but just the engines, the V12 air-cooled engine. You know, we have the hood open. So I never even, I've never seen a Franklin V12. I've seen the little ones. Yeah, we have, we have two V12 Franklins. They couldn't have made many of those. No, that was a, they were really struggling. In fact, there's always a question of what year it is, whether it was a 32, 3, or 4, because they were for parts and to make cars at the end, you know, but uh, is it, uh, the Victoria body style, uh, the great big Franklin, uh, I don't know what the wheelbase is, 135-inch wheelbase with a B-12 engine is a fantastic vehicle. I'd like to see it. I, I'm <coughs> looking forward to going there someday and not in the not-too-distant future and take a look. Yep. All right. We will see you uh, in a couple weeks. You got it. Phil, Appreciate once everything and the opportunity to talk about our museum. Well, once again, thank uh, thank you for being on, Phil Giltner from the Northeast Classic Car Museum in Norwich, uh, New York. We invite everybody to go by, and uh, hopefully, we're going to be putting together some uh, tours of museums here before long. We're we're talking to Nam about it and some other folks, and hopefully, that'll come to pass. You're listening to America's Web Radio. You've been listening to the Classic Car Show. Stay tuned for Food and Farm. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.